All right, welcome back to BCN, Black Consumer News. Uh, we want to thank our listening audience for being here with us today on KABF 88.3, the voice of the people. Again, you are listening to Black Consumer News, news that empowers. I'm your host, Angel Bird, and in the studio today, of course, is my co-host, Wesley Brown. Wesley, how are you? I am doing well. I am so glad. Yeah. Thank you for, for uh, this uh, upcoming uh, election season, the May, May 24th primary, about a month away, a uh, little, little bit over a month away. So, and uh, we'll talk about a bit more about that with our guests. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and speaking of guests, we have a special guest in the studio with us this morning, um, Darlene Goldie Gaines. She is running for um, Land Commissioner. Goldie, good morning. Well, good morning. How are how is everyone today? We are doing great. I am doing great. Wesley said he was doing great, so, so I'm saying we we are all doing great. We are how all great. That? Okay, we are all doing great. Yeah, thank you so much again uh, for being here uh, with us today. And as Wes was saying, the primaries are coming up fast and furious, and we're going to be talking to Goldie about her run. Uh, for the land commission uh, position and kind of what that position is really all about was kind of inspiring her to even want to run for the land commission a little history about her as well and uh, but of course we are we always get started with our bcn um, headline news and before we do that i want to say that if you haven't already signed up for our bcn newsletter our monday morning brew we want you to go online to black and consumernews.com sign up for the newsletter so you can stay informed about all the wonderful things that are going on here locally as well as nationally so we keep you updated on important financial business and public policy issues that are affecting you and uh, that is important to all of us so again we want you to sign up for that newsletter and make sure you stay informed and so you can stay engaged so we can all begin to make our own uh, to make our difference and so we are again going to go ahead and jump in to our headlines um wesley taxes 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 it is tax season uh, but there is some good news it's normally april the 15th is the deadline but there's a new deadline date kind of talk to us about that and maybe why those adjustments were made to the to the date this year because april 15th has been the deadline for taxes since the dawn of time almost and now they're changing it so we want to make sure that people know that that change has happened yeah the, the there was just a simple adjustment in uh i think uh uh, Massachusetts and another state on the East Coast had uh, a holiday and they didn't want uh, to, so they kind of extended it for three days. Uh, uh, you get three days uh, uh, to work uh, uh, a little longer with your uh, your accountant or three days longer to wait on cutting that check to them. Yes. <laughs> or, or, but, I mean, because that's usually what happens, right? I mean, the people that are normally owing owing taxes, uh, they are the ones that kind of wait until that date. Uh, hopefully, if you were receiving taxes back, you've already uh, have have gotten those back and uh, or have gotten it in the system to receive those back again. Uh, but if not, you, you still have the deadline as well. Is that correct, um, Wesley? Well, yeah, and uh, the, deadline, I should say. But the thing there, the the actually. Uh, uh, Chuck Reddick, who is the IRS commissioner, he testified before Congress last week, and he warned that those who filed late uh, because of the lack of a uh, Congress did not, over the last few years, Congress has not approved uh, the budget that IRS requested. So IRS has had a lot of cuts. Uh, a lot of times they're using machines or, or computers to basically do your taxes. You know, and the IRS used to be real aggressive. They'll come knocking on your door if you didn't pay your taxes. But sure. now uh, they have machines doing the audit and they send you a letter. So uh, so a lot of times uh, if you file late, it's going to take you a lot of a lot of time. The other thing, you have the, the American Rescue Plan Act, the stimulus payments and all the child tax credit. They had to really figure all that out and how it's going to affect people. And, I'm, and I'm, glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that, Wesley, because I... I know for a fact within my family, 
um, some some people were some of the people that I know personally were receiving the child um, tax credit uh, monies that they were getting every month. I think it was like three hundred dollars, and they did not include that on their taxes. So um, they when they received their taxes, which was they were going to get a refund check. They didn't get the amount that they thought because they didn't include it in on their taxes. That money's not being taxed, but you have to include it in your taxes, correct? Yeah, that and also the stimulus payments. If you don't account for the stimulus payment uh, on your tax form, then uh, I know that's been a lot of the backlog is because people have uh, who have, have gone on and they, and they do their taxes, they don't account for that $1,400. And they think, wow, I've got a real big refund. Was it 14? Was it 14? Did we get, what was the total on that? Well, the last one was 1,400. I think. uh, The total was how much in total? I can't remember right now. Yeah, I think the first one was a little bit smaller, but the last one was the largest on the American Rescue Plan. So like $2,400 or something like that, that we should be reporting. That's what I was trying to get to. So that amount should, and I think a lot of times what people think is that if they do report it, they're going to they're gonna get taxed on it or, or something's going to go awry. But right. it's actually the opposite. You're going to lose, probably lose out on getting what your refund uh, would normally be. Right. And, and, the, and the thing is, is that this year, a lot of people have a lot smaller uh, tax refunds because of just some of the changes in the law. And, and you know, the fact that, uh, you know, uh, just the, the pandemic and a lot of, there's a lot of loopholes in the law that have changed things. So it's a little different. Uh, and all those are accounted for in your tax form. Uh, so you have to account for all those changes. Uh, uh, things like the 401k. Uh, in the past, you couldn't take money from your, uh, uh, you had a penalty when you took money out of your 401k. Well, under the uh, under this, the American Rescue Plan and the CARES Act, they allowed you because of the pandemic to take money out of your retirement without the big penalty that you used to have. So a lot of different changes. If, if you understand that the American Rescue Act was 2,400 pages and the CARES Act was over, over uh, 1,400 pages. And a lot of those are changes wow. to the tax law and it's accounted for in this, uh, in the rules that we're, we're seeing. Well, and I, and I think you're right uh, when you say the rules. And if you don't know the rules, then you can you can certainly get uh, left behind. So uh, if you have questions, I would just suggest people go to their accountants or they have a lot of different tax places that people can get assistance and ask questions so that you know that you are doing things correctly. Well, well the IRS actually has uh, people mm-hmm. that will assist you with your taxes locally or the IRS office here the regional office, uh, you can go online, but here's the warning. If you try to call the IRS. I was about to say that. You're not getting through. (laughs) You ain't getting through. They're going to put you on hold. Uh, And even if you're calling about the stimulus payment, some people don't, or a lot of times the stimulus payment hits your bank account. And a lot of people didn't even know it, didn't know how to account for it. And they thought they're saying they didn't get it. But a lot of people hit a lot of people's bank account and they have to account for that so and if you're calling irs trying to find out if you received it or not it may take several weeks or 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 for you even talk to a person or get to get that information to you take do your taxes all right so the deadline this year is april the 18th not april the 15th so we get a few more days um, to get those taxes in uh, for the end of the year for 2021, right? Yeah, for 2021, not 2022. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, you know, any any time is, is a good time uh, to get extended on those taxes uh, because a lot of times people wait until the last minute. And so I'm, I'm sure that for people who don't didn't realize it. This is great news for them right now that they're that because uh, I didn't know this until a few days ago that it was April 18th, and I'm sure there's many many others that didn't. Um, uh, and, and of course, if you, if you feel like you you don't have everything in order, you can file an extension uh, that will uh, allow you. But here's the thing about that: if you owe taxes, uh, 
April 18th is the day that it started accruing interest. So you have to pay that interest on any payments from April 18th, not from the day that you extend it to. Uh, so a uh, lot of a uh, lot of rules. A lot of the best thing to do is if you can get it, get your taxes done and get it in, and uh, then you won't have to worry about that, especially if you are are getting a refund. And again, just remember those lines, those phone lines are going to be crowded. More than likely, you're not going to be able to get in. Uh, but if you can seek help, uh, as Wesley was saying with the IRS here locally uh, or some of your local um, tax um, companies, uh, please make sure that you go to them and seek out information. One another interesting thing that the IRS sent out last week, there are, are about 23,000 people in Arkansas who haven't, they have money left on the table, uh, over $12 million from the IRS because they didn't do their refund. Uh, that's from year of fiscal year 218. Uh, it takes IRS about three years to catch up for each year, but there are about 23,000 people in Arkansas who still have money on the table that they can go and file their taxes. Actually, you can go back seven years uh, to file your taxes with the IRS if you are owed, re- owed a refund. How many years was that? Seven years if you owed a refund. Now, if you owe them money, <laughs> they know there is no deadline on that. You got to file those taxes, or they gonna come get you. Are you are you the are, are you uh, are you the bringer of bad news today? <laughs> <You're> not, <laughs> I'm, I'm You're like, wait, wait a minute. It sounded pretty good. Like it is. Huh. I'm just telling it like it is. You know how that works. I understand. Yes, of course. They used to knock Uh, down your dough if you didn't pay that money. (laughs) Yeah, and a lot of times, too, I mean, I just want people to know that there are resources out there for them and, um, you know, make sure that they find those resources. They can go online and find resources. Uh, They have volunteer income tax assistance uh, and counseling for the elderly, uh, different programs that are out there. Um, Goldie, did you have something you want to add to that? Absolutely. Um, And I just want to talk about the land taxes real quick, not to drill deep, but since we're talking about taxes, this is just as important. Okay. So uh, I just kind of want to talk about how property becomes certified. Um, So property taxes are due and payable between the first business days of March and October the 15th of each year. And then this is for individuals that have property uh, and have delinquent taxes. Now, after the 15th, taxes become delinquent. So after October 15th, your property taxes become delinquent and a penalty is added and interest begins to accrue. So the property can be redeemed one year at the county collector's office level. Uh, And you do that by just paying the total amount due for my people out there that have land, that have liens on it right now. Now, if a parcel is taxed, because of delinquency, uh, after the second consecutive year, at that point, that property will come to my desk. And that at that point, it will be certified to the commissioners of state lands. And the property can be redeemed from the office until it is either sold or donated to an organization. So I just want to remind those property owners who may have taxes and liens every year, through the months of March and October the 15th, uh, you have an opportunity to pay your taxes without any penalty or late uh, interest being accrued. So just wanted to share that since we're talking about taxes. You I, know, think that's very, I, I, I think that's very important. I mean, a lot of times, you know, there's so much, so many things going on in the world and people forget, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, when, when you're talking about taxes and you may be receiving a refund or you're trying to get, um, uh, taxes paid and then and, and then right around the corner this fall uh, they're, they're having to think about paying their property taxes and sometimes mm-hmm. that can kind of slip, slip, slip through the slip excuse me through the crack for some people and it's important to start thinking about that now so I think that is definitely very good information and thank you uh, put it, for putting that out there for people that have not thought about it and then also the penalties That is just something that another thing people don't think, well, I don't, I didn't pay my taxes. Okay. I'll get to it. I've got a year, but every year you're, I mean, every month you're accruing um, interest rates, right? right. And penalty and and interest. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and that can be, become very expensive. So you can go from maybe $1,000 to $3,000. Very quickly. Uh, very quickly. And uh, uh, so I, I don't think there's any payment arrangements on, on uh, property taxes. It's just a matter of just making sure that you get those uh, paid as quickly as possible. And make Absolutely. Sure and it is the total amount due. Yes. Yeah. And make sure we're putting that that on the forefront of our mind and on our agendas, uh, more importantly, because we don't want to uh, pay um, interest and, and back taxes and, and all that good stuff. So and, thank and you so here, much. And here's the other thing about uh, being behind on taxes. The first thing uh, that that can cripple your the rest of your finances, because the IRS will do this. They will garnish your wages they will put a lien on your property. Uh, they will put. Uh, uh, they will. They will get their money. So, uh, if you owe the IRS, make sure that you either do one or two things: that you pay them, or you make or you contact them and make an arrangement to have a payment plan or or some other way. And they even have a, a programs where you can negotiate, just like the rest of your debt, like you do with your credit report negotiate the amount that you're paying mm-hmm. and sometimes pay less. You see those commercials that they, they do on all the black radio stations that these uh, these crooks be doing on the radio stations saying that they've got this program that they're going to do. Well, you can go and do that program yourself. You don't have to pay nobody to, to do a program with IRS. You can go to them yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, it, 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 you know, it, the taxes is like... Um, uh, student loans. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> They're not going to go anywhere at all. So uh, we have to make sure that we um, um, are organized and, and, and face that music and, and have a good tune playing for us instead of a bad tune. Absolutely. And, and making sure we're, we're, we're dealing with that ahead of time uh, for sure. So uh, if, you, if you don't gain anything else from Black Consumer News today, make sure that you look at your your, your, your tax information, make sure you understand what you're doing, make sure you're getting those taxes paid, uh, your property taxes. Uh, if you have questions about your refund, make sure you are uh, reaching out to the right resources to help you get uh, the help that you need at the same time. Okay. All right. So let's, let's talk a little bit more, um, Wesley. We, we talked about the, the stimulus checks and, and, and the child uh, credit and, and that you don't have to, you have to put it on your, your taxes, but you're not um, tax for it, so to speak. Um, but also I want to talk about that as it correlates to like right now where, you know, inflation is at a, at a, um, all time high, uh, even back just last year, I think we're at 2%. Now we're 8.5% in inflation and everybody, everybody is feeling it. Uh, uh, I think that, I think the other day, I, I uh, read in the news that Entergy is going up um, in Little Rock, $8, maybe 75 cents or so on our, our energy bills. So, so many things are continually going up. Inflation is really affecting um, uh, people. And, and as it regards to the stimulus check, I was thinking, I said, okay, so we get the stimulus money to stimulate, to stimulate the, the economy because we were, you know, every, you know, everyone was on lockdown and we weren't able to, to, um, you know, go to the grocery stores or go to restaurants or go shopping like we normally did. So we were supposed to get these stimulus checks to stimulate the, the economy. Now we've got inflation. So it, to me, as far as check and balance is concerned, it seems to be a little bit off balance, right? And I know there's some other variables that are included in all this. And I want you to kind of talk about that. Um, um, uh, again, you know, inflation includes everything uh, that we're seeing right now in our groceries and our gas and kind of how all that kind of works together, Wesley. Yeah, the, uh, just on the, the, the Federal Reserve, which oversees our central bank and, and, and monitors the economy, they set the interest rates uh, and they, they look over, they have three pillars on the Federal Reserve. They look at interest rates, they look at employment and they look at uh, inflation. The target for infl- in, in for uh, inflation is 2%. The target for employment is full, uh, uh, a full where basically at least 
uh, your unemployment level is below 5%. Uh, so we are well below that. Our unemployment rate is right around 3.4% nationally. In Arkansas, it's right at 3%. Uh, but inflation, uh, for several years, inflation was undervalued. It was, there was not a lot of inflation. Uh, and it was, it was basically, we were hitting that, we were below that 2% target, annual target. But now, over the last 12 months, uh, the, the rate, and that's how the Fed sets up its monetary policy. And that's why you saw in March, the Federal Reserve raise interest rate. Well, how does interest rates affect inflation? Well, uh, when they raise interest rates, supposedly it raises the amount of the interest on the money that you pay for a loan, for credit cards, for a car, and for a mortgage. And it's supposed to slow it down. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people know their mortgage uh, rates have gone up, uh, in credit card interest rates have gone up, but it still has not slowed down the rate of inflation. So there's really, that's the one big thing that, that you can use to slow down inflation. The only other way that you can do it is through what's a recession or a downturn. And we don't want, you don't want to have a downturn uh, because that means that the economy is going backwards. Right now, uh, the CPI index that came out last week, the consumer price index, that's the number one barometer of, uh, of inflation, is at 8.5% annually. That's 6.5%, four times uh, the annual rate of 2%. That means that everything that you buy, I mean, everything in your shopping basket is 8.5% or higher. There are some things like energy, uh, used cars, real expensive items, travel. Those items, a used car is probably 300% higher than it was two years ago. Uh, wow. This is the, one of the first times in history that a used car value is actually going up. Usually when you buy a used car or a car, if, the moment you drive it off the lot, the value goes down. Well, now there are certain used cars, if you have one, it's actually worth more than when you bought it. Uh, there are other issues, the other, uh, but everything in your basket, food, uh, uh, whether it's energy, all energy level, whether it's natural gas, electricity, the pump price, all those things are going up. So basically everything that you buy right now is higher than it was a year ago. And, and it's at a, and it means that your dollar is not worth a dollar anymore. It's yeah. probably worth about 80, 81 cents, 82 cents compared to a year ago. And like I said, I think everybody is is feeling the the, the brunt of this in, inflation, if never before, certainly certainly now. And as we look at the rising gas prices, um, they they did go down slightly, but they're still up. If that if that means anything, and um, I know it, it's a lot about the uh, supply and and demand, uh, as, and it's, and of course we have the war that's going on uh, in Ukraine, which is affecting the the, the gas prices. Um, and so when we talk about the the, the supply chain uh, problem, you know, when COVID hit, we had products. Um, sitting at these different docks, uh, um, and we were talking about um, the, the containers that they were in. I think we've talked about that several times here on Black Consumer News. But what I think is hard for uh, many Americans to really understand is that we have a demand for supplies, but a lot of the supplies perished on those on those docks and they and, and and are still really sitting there. So now you have new supplies that need to come in, right? And then you also have supplies that we get from from Ukraine, right? Uh, that we've never really even thought about. And those supplies are are going to be, you know, either stopped or um, I think one thing that's over in Ukraine that we talked about last week um, that that's supply, huh? Natural gas. Yeah, the, the natural gas. And there was something else that, that Ukraine um, um, supplies. I'm sorry. Fertilizer. Yeah, the fertilizer. Thank you. I couldn't remember that. Yeah. But yeah, they supply, uh, you know, a large part of the country uh, with with fertilizer. And yeah. so 
you know, when you don't really think about those things, so you don't have those things anymore. And, and, and it's like the American, the American, um, you know, uh, consumer, we're just being beat down every, every turn that we go. I mean, um, with gas prices, inflation, and, and it, and then of course, you know, but the cost of living, uh, wages are, are not necessarily going up. So people are really in a very compromising position uh, for those who were already, you know, uh, at the bottom of the totem pole uh, or not totem pole, but just at the bottom uh, in this society economically. And so what, 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 how do we speak to that as we look at all of these different things that, that are um, affecting the American people uh, negatively uh, that, that, that's, that's causing, uh, I mean, this is going to be a very high stress time for people. It has to be a very high stress time when you're going to the grocery store and you're not able to get as many groceries as you normally get for, for yourself and your family. Uh, and, 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 and is the, it is the U S um, uh, is the Senate looking at these things as we go forward into this crisis, if you ask me. Well, uh, it's interesting that sometimes uh, uh, the the opposite party will do things to to exacerbate the problem. They they actually don't want uh, uh, the problem to get any better, so they can blame the present administration uh, for the high high prices. So what you what you're going to see when you ask about you ask about the Congress or the Senate, they're not going to do anything. There, there's nothing going to happen in Congress to to, to deal with this issue. They're just going to. Uh, blame one party or the other, and they're not going to help the president or the current administration do anything to alleviate the problem. The reason why gas prices has gone down slightly is because of the strategic the strategic oil reserve. Uh, we, we generally it's an oil reserve down in Louisiana, of uh, uh, where you release that and it increases the, the amount of of uh, uh, crude oil that's available on the market. So prices have to go down. Uh, Generally, inflation used to only be affected by one thing, and that was energy. Energy uh, energy affects everything we do. Name something that you do that, that energy doesn't affect. You can't name anything. Mm-hmm. But you, when you drive to the store, gasoline, when you heat your house, uh, uh, basically everything's affected by energy. But now we have other things like fertilizer. You look at the fertilizer. Every product that you buy at the farm level grain rice vegetables are all affected by their price so there are so many like you said there's so many factors affecting the price that inflation is almost at the point where it's almost out of control uh the only thing that could slow that down like i said is is what we call in uh in the economic circles is that a hard crash landing that's what you saw in 2008 when you had the financial crisis and President Obama was came in as president, and generally a stimulus package is what helps it. Out of we had so many stimulus packages that you know it's kind of like you give somebody medicine twenty times, and after a while it doesn't work anymore. So mm-hmm. those stimulus uh, may not work for our economy, and we could, especially if the war in Ukraine gets out of control, we could easily see a recession. And what's worse than a recession? is a depression, uh, which will which means it's just several recessions of one after other. Uh, the other issue you asked about, what can we do? Really, the only thing that we can do is, as consumers, say, I'm not going to... There are certain areas where you can say, I'm not going to buy that product at that price. Uh, some of it's greed. You take uh, Tyson Food as record profits and they still raise price and <laughs> i mean uh, how much does a chicken wing cost right now probably five dollars five dollars oh, okay I, I was gonna say two dollars but i think it's about five dollars <laughs> and the banks banks are having record profits right now and some of the problem with inflation is not the president's problem he didn't cause some mm-hmm. of it greed. Mm-hmm. some of it is that these big corporations are are making profit and they're raising prices irregardless of what's happening with the person who's dealing, like you said, the low-income family that's struggling to pay their bills. 
Yeah, and we need to make a list of those companies so we can boycott them. <laughs> if, if they're going to be that greedy, we need to just stop yeah. doing business. Well, that's everybody on the Fortune 500. That's, <laughs> that's a long list, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, Goldie, did you have anything you want to add to that? Um, yeah, just sitting here listening to you and Wesley speak on this um, and Arkansas, we are seeing a lot of that. Even our gas prices 12 months ago, gas was 268. And, you know, now prior here, it was 389. But like Wesley said, it's leveled out to 368 um, a gallon now here, right here in Arkansas. When we look at our South region and we're looking at our loaves of bread, 12 months ago, bread was at on an average $1.53. Here recently, a dollar thirty-five, and now a dollar forty. So we're definitely seeing the inflation, and even in the South region with our milk. Um, Twelve months ago, it was three dollars and forty-three cent. Then it went up to three sixty, and finally just settled at three sixty-nine. So we're definitely seeing this inflation. And I think it's important in this season that we uh, look to sustainability and begin to look at the things that we can do at home to ensure that we have the necessary foods uh, and tools on standby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I think you're right with that. I think that's a great message to send is that people just to to be aware and also um, think about preserving you know, uh, maybe not buying as many things because sometimes we can overbuy things and things kind of sit there and then uh, then we don't need them or they, they go bad. We have to throw them out just to be more uh, aware uh, of your spending and what you're spending your money on so you're not wasting uh, your, your, your money, right? And then when you talk about sustainability, you know, I always think of a garden when, when that, when that word comes to ah, my, growing, growing, growing your own foods, right? And maybe Absolutely. involved with more with uh, community gardens and, and that sort of thing, uh, which brings people more together, you know, um, and there are several community gardens around the city, you know, getting involved, Absolutely. Uh, and learning how to grow your own food or helping grow food, because a lot of these community gardens will give you um, food for your work. <laughs> yeah, they, they will exchange and, and do that with you. So, yeah, the, I, I think you, we have always got to look for solutions and alternatives to our issues. So I, I'm glad you, you mentioned that, Cody. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so that's going to transition us into Goldie, actually. Uh, We have uh, Goldie Gaines here in the studio with us, our special guest. Uh, I'm going to introduce her to our listening audience. Uh, Goldie was born in Arkansas and raised in North Rock. Goldie learned at a young age the importance of serving others. Uh, Goldie dedicated 23 years in various positions at the Arkansas Department of Veterans Administration, ADVA. Uh, Goldie resigned in October 2021 to run for Commissioner of State Lands in the hopes of serving our beloved Arkansans in a greater capacity. She seeks the Office of Land Commissioner to focus on supporting the education of our youth, innovation of commercial development on state lands, and having accountability to Arkansans with the vital information from the Office of State Lands. Welcome, um, Goldie Gaines to Black Consumer News. Thank you again uh, for being here. Uh, I know that anytime you are for any position, uh, it's uh, especially a a new position, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about some of those things that you're experiencing that maybe um, you hadn't thought about before for running for a political office. And I don't, and so let me ask, have you ran for a political office before? Is this your first time? If so, tell us um, tell us uh, why you, you, you chose to, to run and, um, uh, and if it's your first go round, how, how has it been for you? All right. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank you all for having me. This is my first go round in running for a political seat, uh, but the seat is not a new seat. It's not a new position. 
Uh, the commissioner of state land seat has been around for quite some time. Now, granted, there are only five commissioner of state land seats in the nation, uh, one being in New Mexico, South Dakota, uh, Texas, um, and Washington, and then, of course, Arkansas. Uh, our Arkansas seat uh, has never been held by a person of color, nor has it been held by a female. So uh, not that the seat is new, uh, but perhaps maybe I'm bringing this seat to the attention of our people. And I, I think that that's very important. Um, I chose to run for commissioner of state lands uh, for a couple of reasons. One, my love for the land. Um, I've always uh, worked with the land. You mentioned sustainability through gardens. I am the CEO and executive director of Anti-Poverty Group, and that is what we do. We focus on sustainability. We go into communities as well as apartment complexes. Uh, we build raised bed gardens and teach the community members how to sustain um, teaching our children how deep to plant a seed, how far away to plant the seed, what seed to plant in what season. Um, and what we find is we've been able to close gaps um, with poverty and assist with grocery bills. So uh, you were speaking earlier about uh, ways of uh, sustaining and being mindful and not wasteful. Well, I believe that everyone should have uh, a sustainable food source at their home. So I'm encouraging you, Anti-Poverty Group, you can go um, on Facebook and look at the Facebook page, uh, Anti-Poverty Group, and learn more about it. Leave a message, set an appointment, uh, and a consultant will call you to further discuss what your family makeup looks like, uh, you know, two parents, three children, whatever that may be, to begin to design the perfect sustainable source for you at your home. Um, so I, I just think that's important. Um, the Commissioner of State Land Seat, um, it, it does a few things, but I'll say this, you asked me why I'm running for this seat. One, I want to serve my veterans and my Arkansans in a greater capacity, being with the Department of uh, Veterans Affairs for 23 years. I've served them in various positions uh, in the latter years with the Chief of Staff, uh, looking at our veterans' uh, call center action and just making sure that they have the best access to uh, their health care benefits and um, their, their bonuses, whatever uh, their, uh, oh, their burial. So mm -hmm. we, we want to make sure that they have their benefits, they have their health care, and they have their burial. So in doing that for 23 years, I, I grew very closely to my veterans. They basically raised me because I went into the department at the age of 23. So they taught me loyalty, steadfastness, um, how to drink coffee and how to play spades. Uh, so they taught me a lot. Uh, and, but with that, I learned the importance of really focusing on the needs of people. So in this seat, uh, I'm running because I want to get closer to my Arkansans. I want to serve my veterans in a greater capacity. And I want to focus on the three critical issues that we currently have hovering over Arkansas. And that is hunger, poverty and bad health. And you may say, well, Goldie, what does that have to do with the land? That has a lot to do with the land. And there's so much that we can do with the land to address these critical issues in Arkansas. And, and so, so Goldie, let, let, let's back up a little bit. Uh, what, let's ask, let, let me ask you the question. What does the state land commissioner do? Very good question. Thank you for asking. Uh, so the state land commissioner um, uh, job duties consist of managing delinquent real estate across uh, Arkansas, as well as auctioning off state lands throughout Arkansas. We have a little jurisdiction over uh, some of the issues dealing with the waterways. And then, of course, we deal with mineral leasing. Uh, the seat also has the very unique uh, honor of protecting uh, survey documents, some of the very first survey documents leading back to uh, the Louisiana Purchase right there at the Arkansas Post, uh, just preserving those documents. 
And initially, when the Commissioner of State Land Seat was formed, it was created to do that, just to collect the documents and maps and survey mappings across Arkansas, uh, and if you will, archive them and care for them. Uh, Then immigration uh, came in under that. But uh, later on, the position was made an actual um, office, uh, an elected office. So today, that is what uh, the Commissioner of State Lands uh, focus on. Now, there are uh, other facets of that seat dealing, and I'm just going to say um, delinquent uh, properties, uh, giving information out about that, but the land donation program is a very uh, important program that I believe that we really need to turn to in this day and time while we're talking about sustainability uh, Mm -hmm. and being able to heal our lands from the inside out. Even when we're looking at our um, fellow states and other countries, uh, I think it's more important now than ever for us to begin to look at our Arkansas landscape and begin to create a landscape that Mm -hmm. will address these critical issues that we currently have going on. So um, that is what the Commissioner of State Land Seat does. It it is uh, more of an administrative seat. Uh, Legislation is already made. Um, Working in a a large bureaucratic organization with policy, uh, I became very familiar with policy, uh, even uh, as a union rep. Uh, You know, that's all about policy, uh, really memorizing that master agreement. So with this seat, it is about applying different policies uh, to situations uh, and issues uh, as they occur regarding land. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the hope is to apply the absolute best policy uh, to certain issues that, um, that tend to plague or hover over our Arkansas lands. Let me ask you about the, the, the political side of, of things. Uh, uh, right now, every uh, uh, statewide office uh, is held by a Republican. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that is important for running for a statewide office is there are 75 counties and getting to know people and to know <clears throat> that name when they go into that voting booth to know uh, who is Goldie Gaines and know something about what are you doing in that process to get people to know who you are uh, so when they go into that uh, voting booth uh, and and because you, you have to turn a uh, 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 red state to blue. Uh, the other thing, that's the first question. The, the second thing, you don't have a, I don't think you have a Democratic uh, candidate in, in, your, in your primary. So you are headed toward on the general election. What are you going to do between that time uh, to uh, uh, kind of familiarize yourself with 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 the people of Arkansas? Absolutely. Good question. Thank you, Wesley. Um, First, I I do want to say this. Arkansas is not a red state. It is a non-voting state. Uh, And yes, we do have Republicans sitting in all seats. Um, What I've been doing uh, is one calling on the phone, begging for money shamelessly, because we already know, you know, candidates have three responsibilities. That is to share information, travel the state and call and ask for money. So I am asking people to support financially uh, and you can give at donate2goldie.com. That's donate2goldie, G-O-L-D-I.com. Um, and just going around Arkansas, out of the 75 counties, I have visited uh, 46 of those counties and continue to move about uh, visiting with people uh, to hear the concerns across Arkansas. Um, and how do I do that? You know, I lean and depend heavily on those donations and that financial support so that I can make sure that I'm in these places that I need to be. So again, I encourage you, uh, if you believe in me and I'm asking you, definitely believe in me uh, and support this and push this. Um, so the those are the counties that I've hit and I continue to move about. By the end of May, I look to have hit all 75 counties and then begin that process again where necessary. Um, 
that second question, uh, yes, I am the only Democrat that's running. Uh, I do not have opposition at this point. So during this time where others are getting ready for a primary, again, I'm focusing on speaking with uh, our Arkansans across the state, making sure that I am available and accessible at as many uh, programs and um, uh, candidate forums as possible. And then, of course, that call time, staying on the phone, getting those donations in. And that's very critical to ensure that we have a successful campaign. So did, did, I'll go ahead. Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure I addressed everything. So if I miss something, please, please uh, let me know. Um, I, I did want to um, uh, just uh, give you a moment to, to talk about um, the, the vacant lots, especially in the Black communities. Uh, there's a lot of vacant lots. And so um, have, you, have you thought about any solutions or ideas uh, that our Black communities here in Little Rock um, again, that have so many unused lots that are just sitting vacant and, um, you know, that uh, really uh, seems to give the theme of, um, you know, less desirable place to live or, um, um, you know, a less, a, a, and, and also uh, also maybe give the notion of more crime and, and mm-hmm. that sort of thing because you have these lots. It, it seems uncared for uh how how do you kind of um see uh any solutions towards uh vacant the vacant lots in in these underprived underprivileged which i really don't like those words but Mm -hmm. the 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 lots are there they are they are vacant and we know that it's 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 um it's really um unfortunate and it it, it 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 I think it actually brings the community down instead of looking like a thriving community. It looks like a, a community that's not thriving, and people quite honestly don't want to to move to a community that doesn't look thriving. But if you've got something on the lot, if you if you if you're moving, uh, it looks progressive, and people that's what people have a tendency to be drawn to. So, do you have any ideas on that, or have you thought about anything in that regard? Oh, absolutely, Angel. Okay, so um, here we go again. Uh, The hunger, the poverty, and the bad health. Now, as far as the Commission of State Lands, those lands that are owned by the state in these communities, we have an opportunity to do some great things. Uh, We have the Urban Homestead Program, which allows me as the Commissioner of State Lands to donate tax delinquent lots for development um, into low-income housing. Uh, Of course, you already know by us doing this, it will allow us to help clean up and regenerate neighborhoods while providing housing for those uh, who are in need. Um, These kind of programs is exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to assisting in changing the face of our communities. We have an opportunity here to make a major impact on our communities. So I just want to share a little bit who qualifies for these donations because this program exists and and I'll be talking more about this. Housing authority, uh, community development agencies and corporations, uh, local initiatives supporting uh, corporations and other community organizations, uh, even classified as 501c3, they qualify for these land donation uh, programs. Uh, approval, any prior approval. How do I go about, and I want to speak to those uh, nonprofits right now, uh, those community development centers, uh, those housing authorities across Arkansas. If the property is located in a city or incorporated in a town, you must obtain the city or town specific approval of the donations before the, the land can be donated to you by me, the commissioner. Um, This will avoid potential conflict in planning and developing projects across our cities and our towns, and we've seen that too, Uh, projects being started but not yet finished uh, because the foundation was not yet stable. So um, when you talk about uh, how can we change our communities, 
this is how, and, and that's the emphasis I really want to focus on is the land donation piece. Now, this seat, we manage delinquent real estate. That's about 70% of the job, but a unique part of this is the land donation program. And that is what I want us to focus more on. That is where I want us to uh, come to the table together uh, to sit and come up with plans that will allow us to make Arkansas landscapes exactly what we need them to be. Uh, I think about Jefferson County, the Pine Bluff area, and I think about all of the vacant lots and the land that's there. I oftentimes think about our wonderful um, historical Black college there, UAPB, and how they push out strong agriculture and students that master in agriculture. Well, if you notice, these students have to go outside of Arkansas to find a job that will sustain them, that will allow them to care for a family. But if we look at these lots that we have, uh, those that are governed by the Commissioner of State Lands, those that I can donate, well, guess what? Our children won't have to go anywhere upon graduation. Those lands, uh, an organization that really seeks to heighten the quality, if they want to do a green space, if they're considering windmill farms, whatever that may be, they can start it here. And our students won't have to go outside of Arkansas to get a living. So not only are we addressing poverty, hunger, and bad health, but we're also addressing uh, our economic issue, our economic situation. So we will be able to provide jobs, those organizations that come to the table and say, hey, Goldie, this is what I'd like to do. This is what I'd like to contribute to our Arkansas lands. Um, the prayer is that those ideas and, and those witty inventions and those projects uh, to heighten the quality of life will also bring jobs to Arkansas. So when I think about how can we go about cleaning up our communities, I think about this particular program here. And it is where I'm focused in this seat. I think it's time that we maximize the usage of the commissioner of state land seat. Oftentimes you hear about the commissioner of state lands when it's tax time, when, when that property tax needs to be paid, but you don't too much hear about the programs that are available that we can utilize to increase the quality of life in our own communities today. So that is what I want to do uh, is to focus on that and maximize the usage of this seat. Absolutely, and, and when you talk about land, Land is a uh, wonderful commodity, and it is um, a huge part of, I think, the deficit in a lot of Black communities, because that land, again, is sitting there vacant, uh, dilapidated buildings. Um, there's not a lot of economic development in the area. Um, and, we, and, and in order to build, you got to have land to build on. What are we building on the land? Is it going to be progressive for the community? Is it going to create economic development uh, for the community? So those are a lot of things. What I'm hearing you say, Goldie, is some of the things that you'll be able to assist in that some of the things that we are, we are, we are not necessarily seeing uh, really at this time when we're talking about growth and development in our, in our underserved communities where they need it, where they, where they actually need it, it most. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go please. Okay. Um, the deal is this, if you don't understand poverty, if you've never had to taste poverty, this is not going to be something you focus on. If you've never had to go to a refrigerator that only had a half a gallon of milk and a Roman noodle packet in it, you don't understand hunger. Therefore, your mind will not be there. Uh, in this seat, I understand poverty. I, un I understand how it feels to be hungry. So because of that, and my years of activism, standing on the front line, working with leaders like Dr. Hezekiah Stewart, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, now you have an opportunity to elect a candidate that has a pulse on the community when it comes to the underserved. Right now, we do not have that representation in this particular seat. And that is the reason why you're not seeing uh, progression and revitalization uh, in underserved communities as much as you can, as you could see. 
So I'm encouraging you just know that I do have an ear, an eye and a heart for those issues, because not only uh, can I see it, you know, not only can I sympathize, but I can empathize and empathy goes beyond sympathy because that means I have the t-shirt I've walked in those shoes and I totally understand. So yes, I I think um, in this seat, we can do some great things for Arkansas, but you need someone that has a heart for those things that need to be done. And that person is me. Okay, that's great. Um, we have about five more minutes left, Goldie, and I just want you to to speak to our listening audience and um, tell them, uh, uh, you know, how they can get involved uh, with your campaign, uh, why they 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 should um, support your your campaign, and what difference uh, uh, again do you see yourself making uh, as the um, land commissioner? of Arkansas. Absolutely. Uh, You can definitely get in contact with me, learn more about me. You can go to Goldie, that's G-O-L-D-I, the number four state lands with an S dot com. That is my uh, website. You can go there. You can also sign up to be a volunteer. We need volunteers. We need phone banking. We need canvassers. Um, We need uh, those that want to support financially. You can go to donate to Goldie. Uh, dot com to give your best offering, uh, whatever is meaningful to you. It is vital. Um, I don't know if you understand. Uh, oftentimes, women of color are not heavily supported when running for a position such as this. And I am seeing and, and learning that for myself. I don't no longer have to worry about what someone has said, but I'm seeing it for myself. So I'm asking you all to go and learn more about me, study the position and support uh, because the difference between me and the incumbent, which is a Republican, Tom Land, um, is that I have an ear for the community. So the community in which is underserved, I know it all too well. And with me in that seat, I will focus on that to ensure that our Arkansas lands are healthy and productive for all Arkansans. Wonderful. Um, well, Wesley, that that I think that's going to wrap us up for going into the afternoon now. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, and I want to just remind everyone we have, uh, as, as she spoken about uh, uh, this year, uh, we have a record number of black women that are running for office in the state of Arkansas. Uh, if you look on the ballot, uh, you will see uh, black women running for Congress, black women running for uh, several legislative seats. Uh, uh, this is a, and this is just not an Arkansas trend. This is a national trend. And uh, this is an opportunity to uh, well, people there's efforts to to keep black people from voting, uh, uh, so it's going to be important for us as black people to understand the voting laws even before the election comes up. Uh, participate in the upcoming primaries, get to get to know the candidates. Uh, there's a long list of of state uh, candidates. So there's a long list of judicial candidates. There's a long list of legislative candidates. There's a long list of local candidates, whether you're in your county, all 75 counties. So uh, this upcoming election in November 22, 22 is going to be pivotal also mm-hmm. for the nation. Mm-hmm. You're going to have an opportunity to to where if, if uh, President Biden is going to continue his agenda, uh, if the Senate changes seats, uh, then, then just by one seat, he will have uh, more influence to... to to move his agenda forward. If he loses one seat, he has no chance of doing anything in the last two years of his, of his uh, 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 time in office. So it's important to get out and vote, understand what you're voting for. And when you go to that voting, but don't be surprised, as a lot of people tell me, I didn't even know that was on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Or see mm-hmm. somebody's name they've never seen before. Right. Don't be surprised when you go into a voting booth of, of what you're voting for and who you're voting for. I think I agree with you on that, Wes. 
Go ahead, Cody. I definitely want to weigh in on that. Okay, so for Arkansas, you know, I love Arkansas. For Arkansas, we have 39 uh, people of color that is actually running in this season for seats. 20 are female and 19 are male. So it's important that we make sure that we do get out and vote and do canvassing and fundraising, knocking on doors. Go to my page, sign up to volunteer, get out in the trenches with me. Let's hit the ground running. I need all boots on the ground. It's important that we do vote. Our voice is our vote. So we're mobilizing. And I want you to be a part of that team to assist us in mobilizing and making sure that everyone not only are registered, not only are they educated, but we mobilize them to ensure that they make it to the polls. And I need your help with that. All right, Goldie, thank you so much. Well, we certainly, uh, again, have appreciate you being here today on Black Consumer News. We've learned a lot about the land commissioner's position. Uh, you have a very unique name, uh, a very uh, unique perspective. I think a, per- a perspective that many people can can get on board and follow with. We wish you the best of luck in uh, you know, making it to the rest of the, the counties around our state. I think it's important, like you said, uh, uh, inequities affect us all. And um, so again, your passion comes through. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate our listeners today here on Black Consumer News. We'll be back here next Friday from 11 a.m. until noon right here on KABF, the voice of the people on 89, I'm sorry, 88.3. And again, thank you for listening to Black Consumer News, news that empowers. Thank you. Thank you for having me.